you doing? My name is Shell Njogu, host and producer of Swan Podcast. I am well and today we are talking about perfectionism and in this episode I'm not alone. I have a friend with me. She has been here so many times. Anyone who is listening to her for the very first time, her name is Joan Wachia. She forgot to introduce herself so I'm giving her the honors. Her name is Joan Wachia. She's a worship leader, a psychologist, and she is also a blogger. Her blog her blog's name is called Finding God with Joan. But before we get to today's episode, I have a few announcements. Number 1, I have something that I'd like us to do collectively. My biggest desire when it comes to this podcast is that you know God. It's about conversations that change or that inspire change. And if I was to inspire change, then this year I'm willing to go all out for you. And so hold on until the end of the episode because I have a special announcement just for you. Secondly, if you like our conversation, then kindly leave a review and also share this episode with your friends. It will help a lot um, in building and growing of this podcast. So, from the hosts of Virginity Deconstruction, Give it up for Joan and Shamid. Yay! To the episode. Powerless, tangled, blood oozes out of my hands each time I try to free myself. Tears. I wipe one eye and the other one start to drip. Cursing. My throat is already dry. Suffocating. I am in open air, yet I can't breathe. Sleeping, just replay and replaying words that were said and can never be taken back. Powerless. <laughs> Today we are talking about perfectionism. And I have a regular friend with me. Her name is Joan. She is going to introduce herself but before that i just want to give a backstory <laughs> on this poem so uh the title obviously being perfectionism i i think m- my perfectionism was triggered by trauma i wanted because i was hurt so much i wanted to be so perfect that i'd never hurt anyone <laughs> it's so impossible so the day I learned that I can hurt someone I learned I cried all night because it was like I can hurt someone um, so what happened is I had a crush on someone mm-hmm. and obviously I wouldn't have told them that I had a crush on them So, but I told a friend male friend that I had a crush on this person and 
and he knew it he mm-hmm. knew like that crash was like over one year mm-hmm. it was like a long time crash and uh, one day the male friend uh, that i had told that i had a crush on so and so went out and told someone now a girl that i had a crush on a certain guy now the thing is the person who was told they are gossipers yeah so i got wrecked and i knew that um the person i had a crush on mm-hmm. is such a private person so if they learned about this like through gossip yet we are friends mm-hmm. it would really hurt them the realization that i had done this and like i wish i hadn't had a crush it, at that time it made sense yeah. now me telling the story doesn't <laughs> it doesn't make sense but the realization that i had had this guy mm-hmm. made me cry all night mm-hmm. and that's why i wrote powerless because i felt so powerless mm-hmm. that now this thing has gone out uh he's going to learn about it because i know that this girl will tell another person and this other person will tell because mm-hmm. it's like a circle of friends yeah. and we all know each other so they are going to tell this guy that i had a crush on him and i, and I don't think that's what i didn't want that i didn't want him to know that i had a crush so i cried all night and like that last statement that was that was said and can never be taken back mm-hmm. and it made me think oh, number one i i just came to this realization i'm capable of hurting someone mm-hmm. and it scared me that in in my mind i took it as so i am like this person mm-hmm. who hurt me yeah yet i had worked so hard not to be like them mm-hmm. and then i'm in this situation where i've hurt I've, actually had someone mm. that if he comes to learn of this um then he is definitely going to get angry mm-hmm. but funny though after all that acting out we sat down once and he said the girl uh, the gossip if we can call her that for now <laughs> she passed where we had sat mm. and he looked at me and asked how does it feel how does she feel that i chose you over her and i was like oh. <laughs> I, was, i was so amazed <laughs> i was so amazed mm-hmm. but also now like the freedom of ah I think he's good. Yeah. Ooh, I think we can be friends now mm. if he know about it and he still chose <laughs> he still chose to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, it was such a frightening moment mm-hmm. uh, given the fact that I had tried all my life not to hurt someone mm-hmm. but I ended up hurting. So, yeah. Which I don't know what I did, but in my mind I did. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So now now as you introduce yourself yeah have you tried to be perfect yeah 
I have. I, I don't think there's anybody who's innocent of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I have tried to be perfect in many, many areas of my life. Uh, and I think the, the area of my life that is just where I'm most guilty of, it's maybe in my academics because I'm very academic oriented and, and I'm very competitive. Uh, I think when I began school, I was fortunate enough to always be at the top. And I liked the attention and the reward. That's a that. humble yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so humble. Yeah. <laughs> you were fortunate enough. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, and I liked, I liked being at the top. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's been a struggle all my life to remain in the top. So even when I to was, keep up to keep up yes yeah especially when you feel like you're not able to yeah yeah in fact I think when I went to high school and I was not able to be at the top it really like it dented my view of who the person I was because I guess I had built my all my focus and my like it was all surrounding how. Mm-hmm. I'm good at academics. Yeah. So when that was taken away from, or rather, it wasn't taken away from me. It's just because that I, you you <laughs> did well just that there were other people who were, were better. Doing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. In fact, it was just very disorienting for me. Yeah. Because I don't know. It, it was a good school, so mm-hmm. the top students of each school each came to that school yeah so it's a, it was like a battle between the best of the best yeah and i was not able to imagine even like it was even a struggle to get to top 20 yeah which was really it really <laughs> <laughs> it really hurt my pride yeah let me say that yeah. uh so i think that was the the time I was able to now try and build another identity mm-hmm. where it was not just all focused on academics. academics. Yes. You had other huh? you had other interests in school. Which <laughs> ones? I tried sports. I couldn't. Or rather Which sport? I tried I tried netball. Mm-hmm. The people who are in the netball team mm-hmm. they had been playing netball from primary school. So mm-hmm. they understood they understood the rules. And they were good at it, so yeah. I like I felt discouraged. I think it was also the same, the same, the same problem. Also, <laughs> I want to be at the top. So if there are people who are better than me, yeah. then I would just rather remove myself from from the situation. Yeah. So I left. Uh-huh. Then I tried rugby. Can you believe <laughs> rugby? <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Rugby. So it started with training, mm-hmm. and the training was so intense. Like mm-hmm. I just gave up at the training level. I wasn't even able to get to the point where I started playing the, the game itself. Yeah. Yeah. So I stopped. Uh, and I just altogether gave up on sports. <laughs> so my all my focus, actually, I didn't want to be involved in any extracurricular activity because all mm-hmm. my focus was on I have to, to do well. Yeah. So I didn't do anything. In fact, the first time I, like I didn't, I wasn't even in clubs. I mm-hmm. wasn't in societies the first time i think i went out very few times in high school 
No, I'm sorry. I'm just imagining yeah. the size and drag. <laughs> I am not what I I was. <laughs> Let's just say I have shed a lot. Okay. I am not what I was. So I thought I would be capable. <laughs> ah, okay. So my focus was on trying to like at least get to the top 20 mm-hmm. that was all my focus in fact i even dropped some subjects because i knew they had too many too many practicals mm-hmm. and i wanted to focus on the theory part so that was like my literal focus was on always trying to get the top but i never did Online. yeah until campus and i think the same when i went to campus and i realized uh I loved the the, the 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 course that I had taken. Then I think the same competitiveness came back. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a struggle to I even in, in the same the same the same issue that I had in high school came to uh campus. I didn't involve myself in any extracurricular activities like not at all. At least in high school I did a few things, but in campus I was just I didn't even want like friends to waste my time because my focus was on you know the first orientation meeting yeah. the one was my uh, orient, orienting us uh told us that if you get a first class honors or an a second what is it the upper division second, second 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 class upper division yeah yeah if you got that then mm-hmm. you were able to get a you could get a scholarship from oh. the school and the first the, the thing i told myself is that i have to get a first class honors like it was also a way of trying to redeem myself from high school yeah. to prove that yeah i'm good at I'm this i'm good at this yeah. i was good and i can be good at this yeah. so that was my focus i have to get a first class honors no matter what so i just it was just books in fact i would leave the class and run all the way to the room to go and anybody do. who knows keyo yeah. that's gym work <laughs> That's gym work. Yeah. I've just heard about it, yeah. but I know it's gym work. Yeah. It yeah. is. It is. In fact, there's a friend who told me once, you know, there's a time I was trying to get to you after class, but you went so fast. <laughs> I couldn't catch up with you. So, yeah, that was my life, just academics only in campus. God. Mm. Where? Yeah. I didn't expect that. <laughs> I didn't expect that. I just find it uh I think sometimes I'm just so hard on myself mm-hmm. such that when I'm dealing with such issues mm-hmm. I've been really struggling with control mm-hmm. and letting go actually letting God take over mm-hmm. certain things yeah. I'll just say ah okay God take it over mm-hmm. and then the next minute I'm obsessing over it mm-hmm. so I I just didn't expect that you have such a huge testimony <laughs> <laughs> yeah of dealing with perfectionism because that's something else yeah ha huh, okay how do you feel now like when it comes to academics would you do that uh, i don't think i've completely shed it because right now mm-hmm. uh <laughs> the, the level that i'm in i'm doing masters now you don't even get graded mm-hmm. or rather it's not grading is not important yeah you just have to be able to get your 
to just pass. As long as you're over the pass mark, mm-hmm. then you're okay. Yeah. But still, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have that. Like, I get so excited when I see A's in my portal when I open it. Ah. It's just so exciting to me. I think it's just something that was just ingrained in me from a very young age. Yeah. Yeah. Because actually, when that, when people would ask me, Ulikuwa number? And I'm like, Nikwa number one. I had these marks. And yeah. people would be so excited. Ah. And my parents would be so excited. Mm. And I think I still want the same approval. Yeah. Like, I would look at my portal, and the first instinct I, I have is to go tell my mom mm. that I've gotten all A's. Oh. Expecting that approval. And then my mom is like, at this level, it's not even important. And this, that just... <laughs> That's de- so damaging. It, yeah, it's deflating. <laughs> I guess I was used to that approval. Yeah, you're doing good. So it's I, I feel good when mm-hmm. I pass. Mm-hmm. And also feel good when other people mm-hmm. congratulate me. Recognize. For, yes, yeah. recognize it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I, I would just even remember, but no one has ever seen my marks. Oh. After when I went to campus, mm-hmm. nobody cared. Mm. <laughs> No one asked, yeah. and I didn't give the whatever the grading side. Mm-hmm. I just it was after the four years. Mm-hmm. By the way, uh, I graduate, mm-hmm. and uh, at least at that point, I was excited. Nikona second class, mm-hmm. I was excited, but that was just it. Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't have such a drive. I think I think my biggest perfectionism comes from I don't want to hurt people mm-hmm. and that's manifested itself in like a lot of ways where I have said this in like other podcasts where just one other podcast mm-hmm. where every year when every year began I was like Shell, do you want to date then I'm like no and if the answer, okay, no, why? Because we need to work on this and this. Mm-hmm. A certain weakness I had identified. Yeah. And if I'd say maybe, um, I'd, I'd be like, that's still a no. Mm-hmm. It means we still need to work on something yeah. in you. Yeah. Um, I used to be so scared because I didn't want to hurt anyone. And I remember last year I met someone that was so good. And I was telling another friend mm-hmm. that I don't want to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I could think of. Yeah. I don't want to hurt him. Mm-hmm. And instead of just being in the moment of, ah, this guy is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he matches what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, but I was like, I don't want to hurt him. Mm-hmm. Which I ended up doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The very thing that I'm running away from yeah. ended up happening, mm-hmm. which um, which now made me come up with this topic mm-hmm. that I need to come to this point where I should be aware that I can't be good at everything and I'm not as good as I think. Yeah. Do you know making mistakes scares me? Really? Yeah. When... And it's true because during actually now that we are talking about graduating as schools, mm-hmm. during my graduation party, 
when my parents were asked to give their remarks about me. Mm-hmm. My dad said something rather surprising. <laughs> like, whoa, why mm-hmm. would you say that mm-hmm. in front of people? But my mom said that I've always been scared of making mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it has it has followed me even now. Mm-hmm. That making mistakes scares me. Yeah. And when I make a mistake, I take so much time to get over that mistake. Mm-hmm. Which, uh, last year I did something and I told someone exactly what I had done. Mm-hmm. And she was like, ah, what stone would I use to stone you? Mm-hmm. Because I don't have stones in my bag. Because I know I'm also susceptible to doing the very thing that yeah, you did. Yeah. And for me, it was such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I've done this. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't I control myself? Yeah. Like, fuck oh, you. <laughs> I was so scared because mm-hmm. I had done a mistake. And the crazy thing is that because I've learned a lot mm-hmm. from that... <clears throat> Every time, because I I repeated the same thing three Mm -hmm. times, God sang, like, so very loving songs Mm -hmm. over me. Very loving. And I'm like, God, like, why you should be angry? Mm -hmm. Like, the first time I was like, God, you're supposed to be angry with me. Why are you not angry? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like... God is aware Mm -hmm. that I'm going to make certain, a lot of mistakes Mm -hmm. in my, in the path of life. And now that's why we are talking about perfectionism, because perfectionism is that idea of, I want to be perfect, or I want to be perceived perfect. Mm -hmm. And anything that contradicts that, it's like, it throws someone Mm -hmm. off. And you just take so much time to get over it. Yet, when you look at it, like, logically, mm-hmm. every human being goes through something. Yeah. And every human being makes mistakes. Exactly. And actually, if you look at it, uh, mistakes are a way of teaching us things. Yeah. So if you're able to take mistakes as a positive thing, mm-hmm. then you'll be able to improve your life. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, this is a question mm-hmm. to you. Why do you think people want to be perfect? I think I can maybe I can derive it I can derive it from the experiences that we have shared ourselves. Mm-hmm. It's from past situations that they were in that made them want to be perfect. For you it was trauma, people hurting you. So you want to be different you want to treat people well and make you don't want people to go through the same pain that you went through because of other people and for me it was about the approval that i got because of doing well yeah. so i want to pursue that yeah so i think it all has like to... you want to be seen yes i, I think to... i'm seen when yeah. i perform exactly mm. i think that's that's the validation that people give me or rather, the, the validation that I get from people is from me doing well. Yeah. So I think it has to do with past situations because it doesn't just come out of nowhere. 
Yeah. Yeah. First experiences. Uh, yeah, uh, and now because it derails mm-hmm. us and derails a lot of growth mm-hmm. in us when we are obsessed uh, being in a certain way mm-hmm. uh, because now, well, I pray that I haven't lost the friendship. Yeah. But you see that I ended up wasting something mm-hmm. that could have been good but because I, I, I just was so careful tiptoeing around, mm-hmm. um, I ended up, maybe, well, maybe the time was not yet. That's how I tried to comfort myself. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I ended up derailing mm-hmm. other things in my life mm-hmm. because I want things to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Or I end up missing experiences. Yeah. Uh, because I want um focused on this um it's like I'm so focused on the um, output yeah. rather than the process, the process. of yeah. getting mm-hmm. to that mm-hmm. point so how would you tell someone who wants to get out like practical ways where they can overcome perfectionism perfectionism I think the first step is in realizing that <laughs> Human beings are flawed. We are not perfect. Yeah. There's no way you can live a life where it's free of mistakes. It's the way that we live our life. Our life, uh, we learn from mistakes that we make. Yeah. And trying to be perfect is unrealistic. Very. It's very unrealistic. In fact, in, in psychology, we call it cognitive uh what do we call it cognitive distortions mm-hmm. where your thinking is wrong and it have, the way it it ends it it makes you act in problematic ways like yeah. now pursuing yeah. perfectionism yeah that uh you think that if you if you do like there are only two ways to things it's either you've done the right thing or you've done the wrong thing or when you do the wrong thing you're a complete failure ah uh, yes yeah i can't do that <laughs> <laughs> yeah so it it makes you really criticize yourself mm. because that's what perfectionism actually leads you to do you you're really critical of yourself yeah that's you can't make even a single mistake that if you make that mistake then you will trouble yourself for a long time you'll obsess over it and it will be a source of stress a source of anxiety because you can't accept anything less than perfect which is not right yeah we are not perfect so that's the first step is to accept that we are not perfect as human beings yeah yeah true mm. huh. Yeah, and now <clears throat> I'd say it's only God who is perfect. Yeah. Uh, striving for anything like that, you'll just end up in this hole, an ending hole, mm-hmm. and you'll never ever find satisfaction. Exactly. Um, I think coming to the end of 2022, I was thinking there is nothing that I do. 
ever feel like it's good enough. Mm-hmm. Like I can do something which was good. Mm-hmm. Um but then be like maybe I could. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a lot of those things where even where I did something right, it's so hard for me to congratulate myself. Yeah. It's just something that um uh maybe I could have done better mm-hmm. or I'm aware that during the process of achieving a certain thing yeah. I didn't start properly. Yeah. So I'm like, but I also messed up at the beginning mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. I had this hashtag. Mm-hmm. It's a crazy hashtag mm-hmm. that perfectionism is not achievable mm-hmm. but it's desirable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I still desire to be perfect so yeah. badly. Mm-hmm. But um I'm using this statement that I've come to the end of myself mm-hmm. where I have to recognize that I'm a human being mm-hmm. and just like you have said we are flawed. Mm-hmm. And accepting that it's one thing I think I I deal with these two things where there is the theory, mm-hmm. I know the theory, but the practicality of something yeah. it's difficult. Mm-hmm where the theory is that I know I'm flawed mm-hmm. but the practicality yeah. of me being flawed mm-hmm. is that when I mess up I'm just going to act up yeah. I forget that I'm flawed mm-hmm. that I know I've taught my mind yeah. that I'm flawed but mm-hmm. when it comes to the in thing then I'm just acting up um but we can't it's impossible to be perfect to please to be able to please myself mm-hmm. and to please even other people yeah. and it's through when we look at Luke 10 i think it's 27 mm-hmm. where the commandment is love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind and with all your strength mm-hmm. then love your neighbor mm-hmm. as you love yourself yeah. So it to me the way I look at that commandment is that number one I'm loving God mm-hmm. secondly I'm loving myself mm-hmm. then from that I'm able to love my neighbor yeah. like they have to follow one another like that and because God loves me mm-hmm. in my weaknesses it 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 blows my mind every time mm-hmm. when I come to know of a sin that is in my life that yeah. was hidden mm-hmm. from me mm-hmm. and God exposed it and I'm like God you're holy you know of this thing that wasn't pleasing mm-hmm. yet you still welcomed me in your presence mm-hmm. how do you do that mm-hmm. but if God who is holy is able to love me knowing having f- having full knowledge mm-hmm. of my weaknesses yeah. is able to love me well mm-hmm. then I should also learn from that yeah. to love uh to accept his love and to love myself mm-hmm. in that way mm-hmm. that he loves me too. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the essence of the gospel is actually that as human beings we were not able to keep the law. Yeah. So if we were not able to keep the law then Jesus came himself and he was able to overcome temptations to live a perfect life so that you wouldn't have to he he paid the ultimate price yeah. for every single mistake that we make yeah. so uh we 
can approach God through him. So the actually accepting Jesus Christ is accepting that you yourself I'm you can't flawed. you're flawed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You can't get to God yeah. by yourself. Yeah. So you have to go through Jesus Christ who is perfect. Yeah. Because you yourself are not able to. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything else? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I think from what you've said mm-hmm. uh that you thought what you did nothing you did you thought was good enough. I think it's also important that you are able to like if you want to achieve something you can break it down into small bits. And then every single uh step that you you ask, you 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 achieve you able to reach that that level then you reward yourself. Ah. You reward yourself so that you like commending yourself you you've done good. So now you go achieving steps that way that way until you get to the point where you you've achieved your goal. Yeah. In that way then you're able to teach yourself that whatever you do every small step that you make is good enough. You don't have to in fact that's how you're able to enjoy the process. You say that yeah, you you yeah. you're just looking forward to the outcome until yeah, you yeah. can't enjoy the process. Yeah. So that's in that way yeah. you'll be able to enjoy the process. Yeah. In fact in psychology it's something called shaping. Mm-hmm. It's a way of uh, behavior modification. Mm-hmm. So shaping is actually you go in each you 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 break down into steps like a big, a big goal into small steps. So you go are rewarding somebody for every small step that they make and in that way you're able to shape their behavior like maybe for example a child uh you want to teach a child to clean their own room so the day you tell them to pee, you tell them to pick you pick up something from the floor that is a good enough step you reward them for that then the next time they're able to make their bed then you reward them for that next then the next time they're able to clean their entire room then in that way you've taught them how to clean their room yeah yeah Nice. So you can use it for yourself. <laughs> you can use it for yourself. Yes. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And then also, I think perfectionism also involves a lot of negative thoughts. It does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to challenge those thoughts, like when you get a thought that you're not good enough, then you say, "I'm good enough. What I did was something that should be commendable." Yeah. You challenge those thoughts because they are thoughts that will lead you to have. uh to think that you're not perfect that you need that you need to attain that you are a failure mm. so you need to counter those thoughts counter you can even counter with the, the scriptures true god says you 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 you're loved mm. yes yeah it says that you are a conqueror mm-hmm. in christ jesus so if you're able to challenge that jesus was would challenge i because negative thoughts actually come from the devil True. Jesus when uh Satan would tell him this he would counter that with the scripture. The scripture is it's a, it's a, it's a sword. Yeah. <laughs> it's an offense, it's an it's a weapon. So if you can counter those negative thoughts with the word, then you're able to get rid of such negative thoughts. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. The one that has been really working. Mm-hmm. We talked about about it last year. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> ni god giving good gifts mm-hmm. so i have to keep reminding myself god gives good gifts mm-hmm. anything see like whenever something bad can happen yeah. um 
and I'm like, ah, the thought that maybe God is murdered. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, mm-hmm. God is a loving father. Yeah. So he, give, he gives good gifts. Or God's will over my life is good, pleasing, and perfect. Mm-hmm. So I'm good. Yeah. Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You're good. <laughs> and you can even tell yourself that God uses those things, even mistakes. God uses those mistakes to yeah. build you up. Yeah. Because the Bible even says that all things work together for good for those yeah, who love yeah. the Lord. Yeah. Yeah, and for those who are called according to his purposes. So even if God is able to use those mistakes to for your own good. Yeah. Then you should be able to think of those mistakes in a good way, in a positive light. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If perfectionism mm-hmm. is impairing the way you live your life, then you can even seek therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you're not able to get work done, you're not able to live a normal life because perfectionism. If all those steps that those those things that you've suggested are not working for you, yeah. then maybe it's time for you to seek professional help. Yeah. Because it may even be a sign of a mental disorder like obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah, and yeah. because some things you talked about being aware that mm-hmm. you're flawed. Yeah. Uh, being aware why we act the way we act, mm-hmm. it's so important. Yeah. And it's possible the script does work, mm-hmm. but it has to be targeted. Mm-hmm. Like, I know I'm targeting this lie mm-hmm. that I'll destroy it and the scripture is going to work. Mm-hmm. But sometimes if I'm just drawing scriptures... Mm-hmm. It probably won't work. It yeah. may, but it it probably might not. Yeah. Because if I am aware mm-hmm. of what is making me act out, yeah. me wanting to be perfect and mm-hmm. everything, yeah. then I'm able to counter that lie, mm-hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. And yeah, therapy is helpful in that way. Yeah, I totally agree. Actually, uh, therapy is a big section is about exploring trying to explore your past experiences so that you're able to identify, a therapist is able to identify this behavior is because of this happened to you. Yeah. So in that way, you can even, like you, we are encouraged, I, I hear a lot of uh, men of God encouraging people to make specific prayers. Don't just make a prayer, yeah. a general prayer. Yeah. You have to know exactly what you're praying for. Mm-hmm. In fact, even in breaking curses. Yeah. There's a time in church, uh, uh, we were covering the topic of breaking generational curses. Yeah. And a breaking a generational curse is all about trying to find out why this is happening to you. What what happened for you to for this pattern to be able to and if you're able to you're able to identify why this happened, then you're able to get deliverance. Yeah. For something specific. Yeah. So therapy helps you get for it in fact sometimes some some uh, forms of therapy, like psychoanalysis, the, it's a school of thought where it's just all about exploration. And they don't even do much after exploration because they believe that when you've explored things, then you've solved them. Yeah. Yeah. True. Mm-hmm. It's as equal to solving. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
So, like I said in the beginning, this is the big announcement. For anyone who knows me knows how much I value good leadership. And I believe that everybody is a leader. Most people, when it comes to leadership, we think that it's about position. But I am of different opinion. Anyone is a leader. Everybody is a leader. Whether you're leading yourself, your siblings, your home, or you're leading an organization, as long as you can make decisions, then you're a leader. But how to develop that leadership? That's where uh, most of us feel like, like, what am I talking about? I'm not fit to be a leader. But I know of a way that I can help you to be the leader that you were called to be. Now, I can't think of leadership and not think of Jesus Christ. He was, he is God and still full, a fully man. And he came and lived among people as a man. He had a special kind of life from the way he understood his purpose on this earth, the way he interacted with people and how he moved around and the things that he said, he was confident and everything um, about himself. He led with so much humility, with so much love and truth. He never, not even at one time, did he stray away from his purpose? So, for us to be the leaders that we are supposed to be, we have to emulate Christ. How can we do that? Now, I would be mistaken if I, I thought about it. I thought that... I can be posting something on my IG and Facebook pages uh, for you to learn about leadership. But I thought I won't be giving you the whole package. If I want you to be the leader that you're supposed to be, then you have to know the one who created you. Who created you? Jesus. So, if we want to be a good leader then we have to know him and how do we know him by studying his word then i am inviting you you who listen to swan podcast to sign up for a bible study that will be starting on february 1st where we'll go through books of the bible I'm probably doing this for the very first time so that we can get into the same page when it comes to um when it comes to certain ideologies 
because I believe that when you know God, then you're able to know yourself because your identity is in the person who created you, just like the way we are able to relate to our parents because they are the ones who gave birth to us. So I, I have my DNA connected to my parents, but who created me? God. And if I have to walk in my purpose, in the leader that I am supposed to be, then I have to do so when I know God. And knowing God means I know my purpose. Knowing my purpose means that I am living it. Attached to this, on the show notes, there will be a link to the form that you're going to sign and so that I can get to know at the most time that you'll be, the most preferable time that you'll be available for us to have a group discussion and so that we can keep one another accountable, we can support one another and we can offer friendships to one another and that's how we grow anyway. Or you can check the link on my IG page there'll be swan podcast bible study participation something something you see it it's the first link on the link tree you're going to see it sign up let's learn about leadership together also i encourage you to talk to me on my instagram and i Instagram and Facebook at Swan Podcast. I'd like to know what you think of this episode, uh, what you learned, um, and what you're doing about it. Also, leave a review on Spotify. You can rate this podcast and also kindly share it with your friends. Until next Tuesday, bye bye. This is one podcast.